What up, what up, what up, beautiful people? It's your boy, Keanu Banks, back in the building. You know what it is. Inside the Arsenal, I'm here, you here, we here. I got celebrities in the building. They might not be celebrities to y'all, but they be celebrities to me because they are special people. So, I have the amazing Margie. Hey, can I call, say your whole government? Or are you like, don't do that? Uh, <laughs> that just means, in, in black people terms, that just means your first and last name. Your whole government. Um, I don't even know how to start this. Like, you are well, this holistic doctor, right? Or no? Are we not there yet? Soon to be holistic doctor. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you what she told me because I didn't know all this. I just know she was in the field of doctorness, right? So a recent graduate from Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine. Yeah. Which sounds, say that three times fast. I know, right? Uh, got a, you have a bachelor's from, in chemistry from the University, U, U of A, but that's mm-hmm. not. But Arkansas, not Arizona. So you're not there down. You um, Razorback down. Is that Razor? Yeah, it is Razorback country. Do, yeah. What do they say? They don't say Razorback down, huh? Oh, it's, it's like Woo Pig Suey, you know? No, like, what is that? Can I buy a vowel, please? What did you just say? <laughs> have you ever, so, okay, you need what? to look up uh, Call of the Hogs. Like, whenever you, we have a big Razorback football game. Okay. Like, Call of the Hogs. Call of the Hogs, and it's like, woo, big suey. <laughs> oh, my. I would have loved to sit in the meeting of whoever came up with that right. Right? Yeah. would love it. Um, so, there's that, right? And you also played sports. I'm, I'm reading some stuff because you're from Arkansas originally. So originally from Arkansas. Do people say that? No, they don't. Um, I don't even know. You said you are a barrel racer. I don't know what that is. So we're going to pause right there. And I need you to explain to those of us who have, like, I can imagine, but in my mind, because I'm a little bit older and whatever, I just see, like, Donkey Kong barrels and people jumping over them and trying to survive going up the ladder. So what is Barrel Racer? Okay, so Barrel Racing is a rodeo event. Um, So have you you ever seen a rodeo? Or, like... I've seen a rodeo before. Okay, so it's in an event. So what they have is basically you have you have three barrels, and you take your horse, and you guys run around the barrels in like a figure eight pattern, and you try to go as fast as you can. And um, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Are there levels? Are you like I'm a black belt in barrel racing? <laughs> no, black shoe. No um, but I started. I started out doing like junior rodeos. I think I was like twelve years old, and um, then I ended up just doing barrel racing jackpots. And so I would go and compete and earn money, like whatever I did at, as an adolescent. It was kind of like my allowance that way. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of okay. fun. Okay, so barrel racing. Uh, uh-huh. What else? You also. Okay, you rode horses. That's. That's kind of normal. Yeah. I don't know if you can surpass barrel racing. Um, and you did rodeos. So you did this as a child, like as a baby. You was like, now I'm going to go in the back and just hop on Mr. Ed and roll, roll around. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think I was three years old the first time I was on a horse. So it was like I I grew up doing it. Um, and by the time I was actually racing, I was like ten or ten or twelve is when I really started learning. And then I was competing by like twelve, thirteen. Like I was in junior high competing. Um, Wait, pause. Then, so is that like a high school sport in out there? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, it's all ages. It's all ages. Um, they have different divisions. Um, you can do junior rodeo, I think, till the time you're 18. And then at that point, you can either do professional rodeo or you can get involved in different associations that have, um, like, there's different rodeo associations or different barrel racing associations that you can get involved in. And then they have, like, a jackpot schedule. And you go to all the different events. And then um, you can, they have ended up having, like, finals and stuff like that as well that you can do. That's crazy. So, I love yeah. it. And you played high school. You were a runner. Does yeah. that mean like you ran the three thousand, or you like did sprints and hurdles and stuff? No, no, no. So I was, I, I was a runner. I started running when I was in college. Um, I never got on the team. I, I didn't. By the time they asked me to join the team, I was already a junior in college, and I was like, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to because I was so focused on getting into medical school. I had a lot of other different things going on. So, um, but I, I ran distance. I was running for myself basically for like 40 miles a week or so. And I was training for half marathons and um, I ended up doing three. Yeah, it was, it sounds crazy, but, and I I think about it now and I'm like, you know, it is pretty crazy to run that much. (laughs) Yeah. I I did. It was my release, right? My meditation, if you will. You rattled that off. Like this, just 40. I'm like, no, that's people, that's people job 40 hours. You're like, yeah, I just run 40 miles. I would track my miles. I would track my pace. Like I went all in when I did this and, um, I calculated the hours that I spent running and it was like 15 to 20 hours a week that I was like running, training, doing something. I was like, that's a part-time job. Yeah. You for real had a part-time job running and you played volleyball. So was you an outside hitter or like a setter or blocker? Um, so I, I was a setter for a bit. Um, I did, I kind of was all around. I, I was a setter for, a couple seasons and then I was like, I want to hit. And so I, I was outside hitter mostly. Um, and, uh, then I would play back row from time to time too. So yeah, Love. I wasn't a libero or anything. Um, super specialized, but I could, I could hold my own. So yeah. yeah. Well, see, cause athletes and recognize athletes just even in fitness, right? When someone's in the class and I'm like, Oh, they understand these movements and whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm, athlete. And there's that switch, right? There's that mental, like you said, about running and everything. It was therapeutic. And you have all these different things that usually I pick up on and I'm like, yeah, that person's an athlete. And so I kind of knew that, but I didn't know. I didn't know barrel racing was at the top of that list. But volleyball, yes. Volleyball, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now let's fast forward in life because I've technically probably known you for like a year maybe yeah or so and probably longer than that now like a year and a half yeah roughly probably so what and we could talk about it in some degree so like what brought you into true fusion and like how was that journey for you oh yeah um Man, we all kind of have that 
that fitness journey because I was I was in sports since I was in fourth grade I think like competitive sports and I had um, then I had started playing volleyball and it went full full tilt with that and barrel racing on the side so I was doing both of those things at the same time and then in college I started running and then um, so I, I had completed my third half marathon in Portland and um, then my hip started having some issues and so I had actually started doing um, more bar and Pilates and then I gave that a break I did that for like a year and I was still running here and there but every time I ran my hip would like go out um, and so it was I had some some issues with that um, so I just took some time off and it was kind of to the point where running wasn't therapeutic anymore it felt more like work it felt it just didn't feel the same and so it, it kind of shifted into bar and then um, I think at that time I did that for like six months and then I moved to Oklahoma City for like a year and a half and I actually switched to yoga okay. <laughs> believe it or not and I did that only for I was I was doing yoga every day for like a year and then like hot um, yoga or like hot yoga um and it was it was their studio they had all different kinds of levels of classes um and so the harder classes were on the weekends and stuff but it was it was hot yoga for the most part um and then there were like a couple classes a week that weren't they were like 75 80 degrees but you still you still really sweat a lot whenever you're working your core and building the heat inside and stuff like i don't know that people realize that as much um you don't have to have it 110 to to feel your body, right? And um, so when I moved out here, I struggled with finding like something that meshed with my lifestyle and really the kind of workouts that I was wanting at this point um, because I was in such a strenuous program that I needed, I honestly needed more. Um, and then my, I needed something short, fast, and then my adrenals were so fatigued from being in class for so long in, in the clinic and whatnot, um, that I wanted to do more hit style workouts. Um, and I don't think I'd ever really done one before your class, to be honest. I think your class was like my first experience with that. Yeah. Um, shout out to Arsenal. Oh, what? Right. <laughs> and, and, um, I loved it. Cause it was just, it was intense. It had reminded me of back when I used to play volleyball too. Um, and then, um, I mixed in some Pilates and circuit training and stuff like that. And, um, started lifting. I, cause before I really never lifted weights aside from whenever I was in volleyball. Um, and started doing that again with your classes and stuff like that. So I don't know, I was looking for something different and it fit. Um, and it, it gave me that therapeutic feeling that I was looking for again. And so I think that that's kind of how I got to True Fusion, um, mm -hmm. is they had everything too. They had boxing, they had Pilates, they had yoga, all that good jazz. So all of it. I like that you say therapy, cause I talk about this a lot in my podcast, how working out is therapeutic. You know, there's a couple of things in life on the positive side, right? Cause there's always negative therapy, right? You could drink uh -huh. your way into whatever or take drugs your way, whatever it is, right? But yeah. on the flip side, it's like laughter, yoga, meditating, and you know, working out are three very positive uh therapies, if you will. And so I think that's major 
So because of that and you being like naturopathic and all that, so how do you balance, right? Because you're like, man, I was going through this school and it's intense. And so, you know, some people come on here, they might have kids or they might, right? And, and so like, I'm always trying to get people to explain how do you balance? Because, you know, the excuse before the pandemic is, I don't have time to work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I someone who <laughs> does all the things you do, how do you find or make the time? And why is that important to you? So, well, find the time. I don't, I don't, I don't really like that because I've always made the time, you know, and it, it, it's kind of being able to manage your time and do the things and prioritize your life, I think is, is crucial when you go through medical school, first of all. Um, but, you know, we did a, this reminds me, we did an exercise um, before we even started school as a class. They had us meet for a week before we even started our first day of medical school. And they had us do an exercise, and it was to prioritize, you know, in order to get through the program, you have to be balanced. Like, you have to do, you have to be able to prioritize, like, whether you're going to sacrifice your health, or you're going to sacrifice this, or you're going to sacrifice this. Like, what what is most important to you? I think they had health, family, fitness, um, nutrition, like, all these different things listed, right? And the top two things on mine was, well, I won't. I'm not going to sacrifice my health and I'm not going to sacrifice my fitness. Like those are two things that I wasn't going to do because I knew that those things were like my therapy. Right. And so for me to be able to do what I want to do and, um, help other people like being a naturopathic doctor, that that's something that I had to say, Hey, this is important. This is priority. This is this. Um, so how did I do that? Um, how did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Don't wonder, right? Um, going through the program was just, it was super intense. Some days were 12 hours, some days were longer. Um, and it wasn't always just in the classroom. It was out of the classroom, you know, but, um, I think one of the biggest lessons I had was having a planner, writing things down, but then also, being malleable with your time throughout the day um, and not being so hard on yourself. If like, say I don't work out at eight o'clock in the morning on this day, every single day for so long, like, okay, I didn't work out at eight. Can I squeeze it in at 10? Can I squeeze it in at four? Like, when can I, when can I in my schedule be like, okay, I have 10 minutes. Okay. I have 30 minutes, you know, and figure out what days am I going to be able to, you know, um, kind of make that longer or shorter or whatever now you're gonna have to break down malleable because a lot of people don't just throw that out in regular daily conversation at least not in my circle of people i don't know it's like, i'm like i hear you uh i can piece together what that means but yeah so being flexible i guess uh, is a better word no right? malleable is a good word because people don't use it but I just wanted you to give this the layman terms, just in case someone was at home. Like, my, she says something about Maui and marbles and something. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, but that's awesome because I think that people need to hear 
how your mindset, even though you said, I don't even like to find the time, like I make the time. That alone, right? It's probably a meme somewhere. But a lot of times in the meme world, I'm like, man, we could post whatever you want. That don't mean. I know people who post workout meme stuff all the time. Like, here's a workout you could do at home. And they ain't even doing it. And I'm like, bro, you not even. So for you to have that and live it, right, I can attest and say, yeah, you're pretty regular at, at the gym life and whatever. So now with all the madness going on in your field, has anything changed mindset wise or otherwise? And then what are you doing workout wise now that, you know, we're not in a physical gym? Are you back to running 40 hours or 40 miles a day? <laughs> In the field, yeah, a lot's changed. Um, I think there are a lot of doctors that have gone to telemedicine and doing oh. a lot of phone consults. Oh. oh, is that what that is? Telemedicine? Telemedicine. Um, and so they can either do video, they can do phone phone calls, um, but a lot of, there's some laws associated with that, but um, they are, that's kind of how they're maneuvering the practice to keep people at home or to kind of work with the situation that's going on. Is, um, tele, hold on. is telemedicine just because, what is it? I don't, I, that's because you're on the phone? Like this, like Zoom of medicine? Yes, I think so. Because like, I know like Teletubbies. Basically, yeah. It's I didn't know telemedicine call. was a thing. <laughs> a virtual call. Okay. Um, I think what it, what it refers to, yeah. And then they prescribe people. Um, Yeah, it depends on what they've got going on, but there are different, um, we can still send in medication supplements, whatever you need, basically, to either the pharmacy or to the supplement distributor. Um, So people are able to get what they need in that regard as well. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so for you as a natural pat, like what made you go that route versus yeah, right. The other, the so other. originally I, I wanted to, I didn't even know about naturopathic medicine. So this is kind of, it's a longer story, um, but I guess we got time. <laughs> so I, I like being a chemistry major and um, I, I, I did a lot of research actually in undergrad too. And I was very, I didn't know, I didn't know about naturopathic medicine being from Arkansas. There's a lot of uh, medical doctors, there's DOs, um, and that's kind of what was heard of. But when uh, I, so I had gone, I, let me see if I can remember the story. So I, when I started, um, I wanted to be an emergency medicine doc or a surgeon or a cardiothoracic uh, doc. And so I had shadowed a cardio doc for like seven months in a different city. He was actually in Oklahoma city and I shadowed him for quite a long time once a week. And I got to see all of his rounds, all of his patients, um, procedures that he did in the cath lab, like all kinds of stuff that was really cool. Um, but the one thing that I noticed was missing from that model is that everything was so protocol driven. And then also it was very, um, insurance kind of based as far as like the testing that they could order for their patients and like well some of the insurance even controlled the docs as far as like 
well, we don't think this is warranted, so we're not going to cover it. But then you knew the patient wouldn't be able to afford it. And so it was like this whole kind of mess that was there. And I was like, damn, that's a lot to deal with and like feel that responsibility for. Um, and then I got to thinking his hours were awful. And so those were a couple of the cons, but, um, I did see a lot of his patients, they did get better. Um, a lot of them were also either going to be on medication their entire life. And some of them didn't want to do the dietary exercise, like the lifestyle changes that were going to be required in order to get them off the medication. So that was something else that I saw there. Um, when I learned about naturopathic medicine, it was when I started researching some supplements that I had started taking in place of medication for my ADHD. And I was like, Oh, who formulated this? Like who did this? And like, um, I looked at it and it was naturopathic doctor. And I was like, Oh, this is really interesting. Like who, like, what is that? Right. So I started looking at it and researching it some more. And by this time I was, I think it was like 24 or 25. I was living in Oklahoma city and, um, I was, uh, kind of in, in, in between because I, I had applied to the DO schools and I hadn't got in. And so I was in my second round and I had interviews set up and I was looking into naturopathic medicine all of a sudden with an interview set up for a medical college, um, for osteopathic medicine. And I'm like, damn, so I actually, when I researched it, I found that they used botanicals, supplements, um, they used nutrition, they used lifestyle. There was a, like a lot of stuff that we could do before we even needed to use a medication or even kind of go even into further into surgery or like whatever. There was a lot of prevention that was missing from that conventional model that I had, you know, thought that I wanted to be a part of. And I was like, damn, I really, this is something that I do for myself. And this is something that I, I want to do for my patients because it's, it's what I believe in. And I was like, do I believe in like the human body to heal or do I believe in medicine? Right. And so it's kind of a double, a double edged sword, but I, my philosophy for me was that I believed that if we give the body what it needs um, that it has the capability to, to take care of itself, has ability to heal. It has the ability to, um, to do really amazing things. And so that's the model that I went with, right. It aligned with me and who I was. Absolutely. That, I mean, that makes, you know, mo mo a lot of people I think are like in my, in my circle of friends, we talk about like waking up, right. You like, you're like, Oh, there's been a lot of lies told and, uh, and the food pyramid is a lie, and that this is right. And uh, I actually have a homeboy who's a uh, super vegan, and he has a uh, he just put out this shirt that says uh, "Plants over prescription." You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, man, that's you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get back to the roots of. And that doesn't mean people can't eat. You know, like I'm vegan. That doesn't mean you have to be vegan or whatever. But uh, yeah. a lot of times, people are like, well why did you do that? And, you know, and I'm like, well, for me, it's just a feeling, right? I just felt better. So it helped my self-awareness grow where I have family members that have some issues. Like I, I heard you say like ADHD and all of that. And um, I've watched family members get addicted to prescriptions, even to the point where one of my cousins used to research symptoms that she didn't even have 
call her doctor and say she had X, Y, and Z to get a search. She knew what drug she wanted. Like, she literally can tell you about, like, you could be like, oh, this hurts. And she would be like, you need this prescription. I mean, was addicted, like, to just all type of pills and whatever. And I used to just watch that, like, yo, what? Why so many? And then side effects on side effects. And so it's always, I feel like a, it's like a seesaw effect of, you know, is this progress in we're evolving or should we be regressing back to what's in the earth and, and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, I agree. So, so, so once you made that transition or once yeah. you made that decision, like that was you going to do, was it an easy decision? Was there any like major hurdles that you, you know, like, shadowing someone and seeing quote unquote, I'll just put it under the umbrella of the reality of it. Was that like shocking or, or you just kind of took it in stride? Uh, Yeah. I don't don't think it was super, I don't, I think shocking is the way I I would describe it. I think it was definitely a change. Um, Cause I, I decided, like, I looked up schools. I looked up, you know, is this a real thing? Is it credited? Is it going to be board? Like, are all these things going to be in place to where the, you know, this is a legit thing, right? Um, Because it's something that I didn't know about in the Midwest. Like, it's not something that now I think it's more common to hear about holistic medicine. I think that that movement has really opened up or maybe I've just become more aware to it, right? So, um, but... I think that, you know, I, I looked up schools, I saw which ones had everything that I wanted to do. Um, because if I was going to do this, I wanted to be able to do the, the minor surgery procedures. I wanted to be able to do pharmacology if needed. I also wanted to be able to do, um, you know, acupuncture. I wanted to be able to do botanical medicine. I wanted to be able to do, um, you know, midwifery or fertility or, or whatever it may be. And, um, Arizona was the place, there were seven schools, um, two were in Canada, the rest were in the United States, and um, that were accredited um, through the Department of Education. And they, Arizona had the most uh, of what I wanted to do. And so I applied to Arizona. Um, I went for my interview. I got in um, and started, started from there. Like within, it happened so fast. Like once I made that decision to like to do this, I was in. Like, it was just like, it, it just kind of, life kind of opened up for it to happen. And so where it was kind of interesting because before I, I got the backlash from, from the other schools, like I think in one of my essays, it was about preventative medicine, <laughs> like even, and I didn't even know, you know, <laughs> I didn't know about there. naturopathic medicine yeah. at that point. And, uh, which is, it's funny to think about, but, um, so for it kind of just took it in stride, really. Um, I did have a couple of family members that were like, you know, what is this? What are you doing? Like, you know, or is it going to be quackery? Like, you know, kind of that negative, that negative talk, what, you know? What, um, and I was like, look, I'm already doing it. Back off. <laughs> like, wait, what is quack? Wait, you have some sayings that just have <laughs> never been uttered. Yeah. Quackery? Yeah. <laughs> like a duck? <laughs> yeah, people, um, there are there are people that don't think that naturopathic medicine is a legit medicine. Um, and that has to do, I think, with, there are 
accredited schools that are online that claim to be naturopaths, but they are not doctors of naturopathic medicine. There is a difference. Um, and I think there's some confusion with that. Um, but we have like, I think it's like 23 or 24 states that are, are, um, recognizing our license. And so, you know, once that stuff goes through like the 25, I think it like 50%, you, they start to recognize it nationally or something like that, I think. Okay. And define crackery for anybody, um, at home that might not have never heard that aside from me. I guess I don't even know how to define quackery. <laughs> Is that an Arkansas thing? I guess. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I it flowed very well, and I was like, "Oh, Wait, that yeah. means it's some b. It could be some BS, but quackery. I just never. Right. That's a good one, actually. Okay, so really quick because yeah. we got to pay some bills, as they say. So I'm going to pause this. Uh, oh, that was the wrong one. I'm going to pause the uh audio over here and then we're gonna get back to quackery and all the things and then talk about since you're from arkansas there's some questions i have as far as you being a natural path and like you're just talking about family and them kind of questioning uh what you're doing so like we'll be back in two seconds All right, we're back. Wait, wait, so do I Do I need to call you? Is that disrespect if I don't call you doctor? Oh, no, you're totally fine. Because technically, I don't have my medical license yet. So you said it's coming in the mail, right? By Amazon? be doctor, but I do have a doctorate. So technically, I am a doctor. <laughs> That's the whole thing. So but, a doctor, do they do go by doctor in your first name or your last name? Um, or they got to do both? I think I'm going to keep my first name. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're back with Dr. Margie is in the building. I like <laughs> it. It kind of flows. Dr. M's. <laughs> so, originally from Arkansas, we're going to get back to this because I don't in in and maybe we'll we'll find out that we kind of this is parallel lines or not. I have family that originated in the south and I know that people in the south eat horribly. So, you coming from the South in Arkansas and family uh, potentially or at one point thinking that natural path life is quackery, have you been able to shift that or change or help the way like your family? Is there anything tied into your family where it's like, yo, I'm going to do this to help you guys out too, to unlearn, right? Because a lot of things we've been taught. It's definitely not truth or definitely not the gospel. So like, right. is, does that play a role in, in, in how you operate and, and what you do? Um, I would say, yeah, I think, I think it does play a role um, because it, in a way it was motivating, right? Because I was like, you know, no, I'm going to do this because this is, this is who I am and this is what I believe. Right. And this is what I, I think that people are needing right now. And it's a way to really make an impact where there's not much of that. And we need, we need doctors who, who know what they're doing with nutrition and herbs and supplements and actually how to tailor that for people. Um, Cause you know, not, not all botanicals are safe. Like they're not, a lot of drugs are made from botanicals and they're one constituent, but um, it's really nice. Herbs are, 
this is a total segue, but herbs are really great because they, they kind of work with the body, right? They don't just hone in on one thing and then they're like, kaboom, right? They, they work with the body to kind of create a, a synchronicity. Um, but anyway, as far as with it kind of for my family to be like, you know, you know, what are you doing? Um, the majority of my family was very supportive and they were like, yeah, this is great. And, you know, there's a lot of things that they have done to shift their diet. Um, you know, my, my mom, for example, she was, she was able to get off any heart medication that she had and also like, uh, antidepressants. Like there was a lot of stuff that shifted, which is really, really great to see that. Um, and then, you know, even now her and my dad, they're in their late sixties and they're in great health. Right. So to see that shift was really, that's kind of empowering. And then I have other family members that kind of like, are like, you know, I see what you're doing. I think it's really great. And then the family members that, you know, don't believe in it, they're kind of quiet. Right. And that's, that's okay. I just let them be quiet. You know, I don't, it's not my job to change anybody's it's, it's really not my job to change anybody's belief. Um, you know, if they choose to come to that awareness and that kind of mindset on their own, that's, that's wonderful. And I'm here for that. Um, but you really have to meet people where they're at with a lot of things and, you know, kind of let them arrive to the solution that's right for them in their own time. You know, it's not about forcing an opinion. It's not about forcing a belief. It's not about forcing, you know, this is the medicine. This is the way this is, this is absolute not necessarily, because in, in my ideal world, I would really love for Indies, DOs, MDs to all work really synchronistic, like synchronistically together. I don't even know if that's a word. I think I made that one. That's up. a good one. Yeah, and and it's you, a good one. you like it flowed out. Like I was like, how does she say that? Synchronistically, man. Listen, that was a that a that was a good one. And, the re- and, and so part of the reason why I ask because a lot of times, like I'm, 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 I'm on the fitness side of life more than than anything, right? And and uh, but I've always like I know that people will watch and watch and watch and watch, and then they will ask. So at first they're just gonna watch you and be like, man, let me see how long he talking about this thing, okay? And then one day they're like, okay, I've been watching you long enough. This hasn't changed. What is this about? And and there's always a beauty in that, but I love when it's like, you know, I love that you said my family, I was pretty much supported from jump because it's not always that way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's one of the things that can deter people if they're not, you know, headstrong enough or passionate enough or purpose driven enough. Right. And yeah. so on, on on your end, though, when you blend the two together, because fitness and supplements and nutrition and all of that all go together. Um and a lot of times for me, because I'm a fitness professional, people will ask me about stuff. And I'm like, listen, I can give you tips, I guess, a little guidance. But I'm not certified in nutrition and and it's not my passion. Like, I think people don't understand that. Where I'm like, listen, if I'm not passionate about something, I mean, I love to eat. But if I'm not passionate about it, I don't really get into all of that. So listening to you, if someone said, hey, here's some supplements, what are some things that are like, do you have like red flag things where you're like, man, don't take that? Um, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, there are, 
I will say this. I think that for the most part, people are probably on more supplements than they need to be. Um, I think that that's a thing. Um, you know, supplements, they're not all created equal. Um, and you have to really do some research on, is this a professional formula? Um, you know, does this person who's manufacturing the supplement have some like backing behind what they're doing? Because you can't, um, from what, what I have, what I have experienced is not like if you go to Walmart, Walgreens, some of that, not all of those supplements are, you know, tested for quality control. And so in order to ensure that you're getting a quality supplement, you know, we, as naturopaths, we kind of rely on, you know, X, Y, Z supplement manufacturers because we know they're good, right? We know that they're manufactured appropriately. You know, if it says you have, you know, 50 milligrams of B6, you have 50 milligrams of B6, like for an example, like, so, and then another thing is looking at all the ingredients that are in there. Cause if you look underneath, like if you have a multivitamin, you've got all your bees, you've got, um, you know, all your, uh, micronutrients, whatever micronutrients in there, zinc, selenium, all that good jazz. Um, they, if you look underneath, they've got, well, it's also got, um, like a silica gum or it's got xanthan, it's got xylitol, it's got, it's got all these other things and it's got some other binders, fillers, um, the capsule may be made of something as well. So, you know, that's another thing also, since you're vegan, like, you know, not all gelatin capsules you can take. Like yeah, because they got pork like, in them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, that's that's another thing to consider as well. Um, just to have one thing to consider whenever picking a, picking out a supplement, no, not necessarily. But you do need to kind of listen to your body and be evaluated and know what, what do you even need to begin with. Because you may be, like, pushing one part of your biochemistry into, you know, this way, whenever you really need to go kind of more, a little bit more to the right, you know, not necessarily totally to the right, but a little bit different. You might need a different little supplement prescription or yeah, something else. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. If you're getting your supplements from Walmart and Walgreens and I mean, I know some people don't have a choice per se. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't do that. Because years ago, there was this book, and I don't know if I still have it, and it was about, uh, like, it was like this nutrition book on, on supplementation, right, from, like, these doctors and whatever. And they would show you, based off of what you were just saying, it would be like, okay, if, if, if Dr. Margie and I wanted to create vitamin C, right, in order for that to be approved by the FDA or whatever, only 10% of what's in that bottle needs to be vitamin C. And I'm like, 10? So 90% fillers or whatever else, mystery stuff. But as long as it's 10% vitamin C, we get to put a label on there and say vitamin And when I went through that, I'm talking about it had, and it was like across the globe, like in different countries, um, but there was like, uh, what is, mm, I don't even remember cause I don't do none of these things anymore. Uh, GNC had like a men's whatever pill, uh, all whatever little over counter stuff that most, anything that got a commercial on TV for the most part mm-hmm. was like the percentage was so low that it didn't even make, it was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, 
And that was an eye-opening thing for me where I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Um, and I think a lot of people rely heavily. Like I'm not against supplements, but I'm, I've also been the person who took everything for the most part and then realized like, hey, man, some of this stuff is cool, like in moderation, like legit moderation. And some of this stuff you just don't even yeah. You know, you don't even need, but I'll be curious to be like, so what do you think about this? I'm that person. So like, what are your thoughts on this? Um, because me being a fitness professional, people come to me all the time. Like, yeah. hey, we got these products. There's a place out here in Scottsdale that I met with like three times. And uh, I'm currently trying some of their products because I haven't been on anybody's supplements in like four years. Uh-huh. And so... um We'll see. So I like that you said, listen to your body. Cause I think that's a, like, I don't think people, and it doesn't matter if they don't like it, but I appreciate that you give real answers. Cause this is what I tell people like, Hey man, I ain't know whatever, but like your body will tell you. Yeah. If, if it likes something, if it rejects something, if it's, here's an interesting Thing I always ask people, uh, they're like, oh, they multivitamin. I take my multivitamins. I'm like, cool. So do they work? Multivitamins? Uh-huh. Because this is what you get in response, usually. I don't know. Oh, really? And I'm like, what you mean you don't know? They're like, ah. I'm like, what you mean? They're like, I don't know. I said, okay, well, if it was doing something, you would feel something. I yeah. think just like, I always use this analogy of alcohol. If, if, if you and I never went, we never had a drink before. And I say, all right, what's your favorite drink? Vodka. <laughs> okay. So let's say vodka, right? Vodka and cranberry or something, right? I don't know. Or you just straight with it. Lime. <laughs> okay, vodka lime. And I said, all right, we're going to go get this vodka lime. And we just do vodka lime like all day, right? Mm-hmm. I done threw up four times. You done blacked out. We don't even hear from each other in three days. What did we learn? Well, if you really want to get there, vodka lime will get us there. Why? Did, how do we know? Well, I was throwing up and she blacked out. That's t- and it took us four days to recover. That's how you know. I take the same principle of like, if you tell me a product's supposed to do something. Now, granted with supplements, it might take some time. I am paying attention to, well, is it boosting my energy? Do I feel more clarity? Do I feel whatever you told me it's supposed to do? Yeah. But if I don't, and I'll do like a 30-day supply. If I don't, I'm like, hey, man, I don't want this. So that's my mindset. You can tell me if I'm wrong or if that's how things work. No, and I think that's that's a lot of um, that's a lot of how we, we do gauge things clinically, I think. And whenever I was a student in clinic, that's, you know, what changed? That was like always on follow-up. What's the, that's like one of the first questions we ask what's changed? Are you better? Are you worse? Like 
what differences did you notice? And then sometimes they're like, oh, no, I didn't notice anything. And then you start probing a little bit more and asking more detailed questions. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I am feeling better, actually. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, people have to – and then there's, all those, there's also people that are very tuned in to – they're tuned into their body. They know what makes them feel good. They know when they are reacting to something that's not working so great. Um, you know, so I think that that's uh, – huge is to be able to identify, you know, when your body is telling you, Hey, I like this, you know, I like this. I want more of this. I, you know, and then also it's not necessarily when you start something and you feel it and you're feeling good, you're doing this and you don't always have to be on it indefinitely. Right. There's also a certain point where it's like, well, maybe your body doesn't need it anymore. Like you gave it the boost that it needed. You did what you, what it needed for that time. And it's like, Hey, I'm recovered. I'm good. Like, let's, let's, let's move on. You know, and maybe you're able to get those things from, um, you know, food sources or, um, you know, different, mostly food sources, right? That's what we <laughs> yeah. do, or maybe an electrolyte, right? That's what we eat for energy. So, um, but anyway, you get what I'm saying. Um, as far as supplements, they don't always have to be this long-term excursion, right. you know, lift your body with it. Um, you know, do you feel good? Do you know, or do you not feel good? You, you know, and. I don't know. Having that mind body connection is something I think that, um, you know, I'm still even working towards that, you know, as in tune as I am sometimes like there are other times where I'm like, Oh, you know what? This might be what's like making me not feel so great today. You know, it, it may take me a month to figure that out, you know, because right. I'm, I'm not seeing a doctor regularly right now. Um, you know, I have, I do have a doctor, but you know, with everything that's going on, it's just, it's not feasible right now. So being able to do that, I think, is really key. Right, and 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 I think you touched on something that's major. Is sometimes you coming off of something will teach you. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, I've been doing this for a month, and I missed like four days, and oh man, it was like everything was different. It was foggy, and that's happened to me before. Where I was like, this might be dangerous, but I need that back. <laughs> and that was like, that yeah. was like, yo, I got to have that because. Man, it's a different world without it. And and so, you know, I think the off on the cycle of different things is is a good balance. Um yeah. so would you give what 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 and this is probably real cliche ish, but whatever. Like, I don't know, maybe three to five tips that you would give people who are looking to transition into a more natural pathic path in life. Yeah, that's actually, that's a really great question. Um, so what I, you can't just, I think people, they, uh, they get a little bit too gung-ho and I think that there's going to be like one answer for one size fits all and everything's going to change in a, a night or a week or whatever. And it, it, I think one thing to do is kind of um, take a step back and realize that your health is not one day or a week, right? It's, it's one, it's your whole life. It's a journey and what works today may not work tomorrow, may not work next week or may not work next year, but baby steps will get you there more likely than not to. Um, and so realizing that it's a process and that it's a journey and then also taking some baby steps to get there. So like if you're not working out now, like think about maybe don't do a 60 minute workout and set your goal for seven days a week if you're not working out at all, right? Try a 10 minute workout. See if you can commit to that every day. Like, can you commit to 10 minutes every day? Most people can. Most people can. Um, 
you know, or can you commit to three days a week of a 60 minute? Like what, where are you at? Like, I think that's a question that people need to really ask themselves and bring awareness to, okay, where am I at today? Like, where am I at? And be honest with yourself with that. Like, don't say I'm, I'm ready to run a marathon when, when you ain't been running. Like, at don't, all. Don't do that. <laughs> I heard, I heard that Arkansas come out. You ain't been running. No, you ain't been. That's real. I was just talking to uh, my dude Fred about this yesterday because one of my friends is a musician. He's super talented. He sings. He produces. I mean, he right now he's behind the scenes, but he's one of them people that the world will know. And he's just super talented. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do 500 push-ups a day. Are you? <laughs> I'm like, bruh, 500 out the gate, you're going to do 500 a day. I said, I don't even do 500 a day. I'll do 100. And I'm like, you know what? This is enough for what I need to feel and whatever. Now, I'll still do go, go work out and whatever. But 100 a day is a major commitment. Yeah. And I think that's part of the issue. Like you said, the the the... The one size fits all is not true. That's what people do in nutrition and workouts. Can you just tell me the one thing I need to eat? I'm like, listen, man, everybody is different. Every single body, physical body is different. So I can tell you I live a vegan lifestyle. I haven't always. But there's vegan stuff that my body's like, nope, we don't like. Yeah. So... It's interesting to hear you say that because I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, don't try to go from zero to 100. And that's what people do. They're like, oh, uh, one of my friends from college, Chelsea, just I just put her transformation pictures up after 30 days of doing my at home program. Now, I'm excited for her because I've been knowing her for 20 years. And the number, the pictures don't lie. I'm like, yo, you 30 days, her results in 30 days is pretty impressive. So now I have these, all her friends are in my inbox like, hey, I want the program. And I'm like, listen, this is intense, just so you know. Do I have a modifier? Absolutely. However, if you don't have the right mindset, these 30-minute workouts or whatever, it is not a walk in the park. So if you're in the beginner stage, just... You could buy it, but I would rather, like I'm working on these five-minute videos right now, actually, and I'm like, I have something coming, and I think you should do that first. It's kind of like going through school, right? Like you're a freshman. This is freshman stuff. You know, you're like in the master's program, but freshman. You know what I mean? And I think that's why people get discouraged and they don't stick to stuff because they're like, you know what? I saw that transformation. 500 push-ups tomorrow. Right. I ain't heard from that dude since the first day he said 500. Yeah, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's huge because people will, um, you know, I had, I've had friends that are like, they go and they lift weights for an hour with, after not working out for six months. And then they're so sore. That and they don't want to move, and I'm like, well, you need to move because that's what's going to work that lactic acid out and help you not be sore. But they're like, no, they're done, and then they want to lay up. They're like, I'm not doing that anymore. It hurts. Like they, they get in this whole other mindset with it. It's like, damn, you know. Um, but then another thing with uh, 
you know, transitioning to more of a naturopathic lifestyle with people is even like food choices. You know, it may be just eating one like vegetable a day or maybe just start looking at your portion sizes, maybe transition that. It's like one thing at a time will, and then maybe a week later, add something else or a month later, like add something else. Like it's, um, it's a stair step approach that really, um, I think gets you lasting results and actually instills that lifestyle change because then it becomes just natural. Right. Um, but I've definitely been guilty of going hundred percent all into like, I have that, I have that mentality too. Um, but, uh, it's, I got to remember it for myself even. You know, yeah, maybe. we all, I think we all do where it's like, yeah, yeah, this and that. And then it's like, oh man, it ain't, you don't got to do all that. Like nah. balance is, is, I think what we all strive for in battle, you know, without being too excessive on one side or the other. Um, I took a lot of time off and was just doing yin yoga because how I look physically is how I felt if that makes any sense. Like everything was tight, everything hurt. And I was like, y'all, I can barely lift my leg to put my sock on because my hip flexor is so tight and my lower back and my hand. And I was like, okay, enough pushing through, enough fighting. Let's, you know, it's the one thing I'm, you know, since this whole lockdown thing that I've been missing is the in-person like yin classes and stuff like that. And I'm a huge advocate for type A people to do like yin yoga. I'm like, I don't care. You might not want to flow and do hot and whatever vinyasa. I'm like, man, do yin because you got to sit and deal with all your stuff. Yeah. You, you know do. what I mean? And, and that, it'll move it out of you. That's for sure. Because all that man. stuff gets unstuck. Like, it's yoga is super good. It is yeah. a. For me, it is a battle of millimeters. Oh my yeah. God, just a little. Okay, cool. We got a little bit. So now, since I haven't been, I'm like, oh my goodness. So back to like having something and then not doing it. Oh, I feel everything. I'm like, man. And I'm in here doing two workouts a day and then filming these Tabatas stuff people don't even know. I have, what do we do now? We have over a hundred workouts. Really? In this time. That's oh yeah. Great. I have about twenty edited, but on the card there's a hundred. I think we're at hundred and thirty. Oh wow. So wow. We're working out with the kids. So doing two a day for two and a half months, six days a week. Yeah. I feel great, but I also am like, oof, we're going back. <laughs> so, anyways. What are your, briefly, because I think we got like five minutes, um, what are, what is next for you? And then let the people know, because I know you just started a new Instagram and all that, but let people know where they can find you at. But what's next for you? Okay. Um, so what's next is um, I will be, um, I'll be getting my license in the fall. So I've got some time before that ever that that comes to to pass but that will be next um i have started doing some branding some business development i'm I'm working through that process now um i started revivify 
Integrative Medicine um, on Instagram. And it's Revivify underscore Integrative Medicine. So that's where you can find me at. And um, primarily what I want to do is hormone balance. Um, and that, that will include, you know, bioidentical hormone replacement. It will include dietary lifestyle stuff to boost hormones, also botanicals, um, all that good jazz. And then also um, pain management is something that's really, that I love a lot because it's so hands-on and you really get to, to feel the body and experience kind of, you know, where is this person having pain? And like, what's going on there in that joint or, you know, maybe that muscle. And, um, that's something that I, I really love. And, um, once I'm set up, I'll be doing prolotherapy injections, PRP injections, um, and stem cell in the future as well. And what then, is a PRP um, injection just for people know? Do what? What is a PRP, uh, injection? PRP stands for it's platelet rich plasma therapy. Um, and so what that is, is we draw, we draw um, a few vials of blood and then we spin it down and we get, um, we spin it down a couple times actually. And you get this really thin layer of platelet rich plasma. And what that includes is, is it's, it's fibroblasts, it's, um, you know, it's inflammatory factors, it's markers that go in there and uh, macrophages that can clean up the joint and then also induce an inflammatory response and kind of bring healing uh, mechanisms into that space to create healing in the tissue, the cartilage, the ligament, whatever is in there. Um, so in really anywhere in the body, it's not just in the cartilage and joints. Um, they are, um, I've heard of a few surgeons actually using it post-surgery um, to uh, help wounds heal, um, just to kind of give that extracellular matrix a little bit more boost to do what it needs to do um, for the tissue. So, um, yeah, super, I mean, you're using your own cells. You're, you're just concentrating it to a point where you get all the good stuff. That's going to help that healing. Wow. Um, okay. yeah, it's really cool. It sounds, it's like funny. Cause I just watched you go into your doctor and I was like, Oh, there, there's the doctor. Like <laughs> it was like, it was like Margie the whole time. And I'm like, Oh, that's the doctor side. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Like how you just flip the switch is beautiful. Um, so I don't forget because we're already talking about it. Um, and, and I know you gave, uh, I know you gave your Instagram message me that so that when I upload this, I can put it in the description so people can know where to find you. And, and, and I've got like 45 seconds left, but I appreciate you and your time. This has been amazing. Uh, and as long as you're up for it, I would love for you to come back over time as I grow this uh, podcast and the Patreon side so we can do it like bonus. We can talk even more about certain things. And, uh, you know, once you get all solidified with the branding and the business, and I'm like, man, I know who I'm going to see. So because I'm intrigued. Um, is there anything else you got like 15 seconds or that's just it? They need to follow your Instagram and stay tuned. Yeah, follow my Instagram. Um, and I'll post a, a ton of information on there. So it'll be fun to see. And thank you so much for having me. Yay. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> this was awesome.